Here I am. Here you are. Good luck, Yes, appreciate this. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, um, yeah, I, I remember when I, I did a um, post that I was getting interviewed and Father MC, who gave me an interview back in September, says, that's my brother, you know, to give a shout out to. And uh, I, love, I love Father MC. Father MC is family. You know what I mean? Like, like real family with me. We, we, we did a lot of things together, man. And, and, and I love him like a brother. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, you know, when I had like 10 viewers, he was, gave me an interview. And since then, you know, we've got close to 60,000 subscribers and stuff, but you know, that's how much I really look out and appreciate him. And, and, you know, yeah. But you know, the thing is that um, for a lot of us as new Jack fans, um, you know, you guys, you know, as Guy are the, are the cradle of, 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 of a lot of things. Um, I know you've... Can you see me? No, your video just went off. <laughs> well, oh, it went off? Hold on. Yeah. It did? Wait, where is it at? Um, how did my video go off? Where, where, I can't even see where you were. Oh, here we go. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to go back to the beginning. Um, for some strange reason, I always thought you were from the South. But can we go from where you We've got an international audience. So where were you, you born and raised? I was born and raised in Brooklyn, brother. Brooklyn, New York. My goodness. Um, and, you know, my whole family basically are from the East Coast outside of my, God bless my soul, my grandmother, my dad, and I was raised in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. But we was me, my brother Aaron, and also my godbrother Teddy. We was raised in me. Aaron was in Brooklyn, and Teddy was raised in Manhattan. Okay. Now, and and that's because I think the stories about you being in University in Virginia. I used to think that's where you you came from and stuff. But yes. growing up as a child, what was your sort of thing that you were you were good at when you were young before before the whole guy? But just going back then. I was I was I was good at martial arts because I still do martial arts. So I was good at martial arts. I was good at acting. I still do that. Yeah. Um, I'm about to do two movies. Um, but I was basically good. Uh, you know, I was good at. I'm a people guy, right? So I'm a leader. I was a good leader. If I gotta say something, I was a great leader as a as a child growing up. All of my friends followed what I wanted to do. Um, you know, Al, Al, I don't want no, none of your viewers, don't y'all come up to me and call me Al, right? Don't, that's my, that's my first name. We don't, we don't ever do that. <laughs> okay. But, but, you know, I, I, um, literally, I just, I was, a, I was a leader, man. I, I, I love people. I love to enjoy life with my friends. And like I said, martial arts and martial arts was, was my thing. That's, that's what I was great at. Now you, you, I know you went to is it Virginia Tech, uh, Virginia State or university? Yes. yes. What, what was the plan? What did you go to study? What was your plan? As in, where you're going to spend the rest of your life? You know, wow, that, that's the rest of my. I was the first person to go to, to college, right, in my family. So, literally, I wanted to go to college number one because I wanted to make my dad and my mom proud. Um. But I went to I went to school for computer science and business. So I had double major business um, management and computer science. Of course, 
I didn't realize how much computer science would be great for me right now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, with 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 coding and stuff that is making so much money these days, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I just went to school and I, and I loved it, but I went to school for computer science and business management. And then, um, you know, everybody know, you know, I, I, I left during my, going right into my second year finals. I left and that was because Aaron came to my school and he was like, yo man, I'm about to be famous. I was like, you about to be famous? <laughs> he said, yeah, I'm about to be famous. I, I need another person. So I need you to, to come be in this group. I said, what group are you talking about? Man, you don't understand, man. So I called my dad. It was real simple. I called my dad to let you know how crazy I was over my brother. I called my dad and said, dad, you know, Aaron said he going to be famous. He want to do this group. Is it okay if I went to help him? He said, if you want to do that, go ahead. What? Yeah, if you want to do that, go ahead. I left right before finals and went to New York, met Aaron. And um, oh. went, to sign, went to sign this this terrible ass contract. <laughs> oh no, we'll get we'll get get the contract. But I, I'm going back to university though, because I can't imagine, um, at you know, about to do your finals. Now, and I went to college in, in in Wisconsin, and I and I know an American system. You can you know can you put stuff on hold and come back. At that point, did you think you know that's it? I'm forget college. I'm going to go there, or, or was it a hard decision? For you to, to, no. to just leave that? No, it was not a hard decision. My, my brother said he needed me. I asked my dad if I can leave. He said, if you want to. And I left. It wasn't hard at all. I didn't, think, I didn't even think twice for in any capacity. Did you, were you enjoying college and, and, and the perspective of what you could do after you finished? Yeah, I went, of course, I went to college. I, you know, I, that's a, I never asked that question that way. Like, I went to college thinking I was going to just graduate college, right? Yeah. Now, me knowing me now, I realize I, I'm, I'm kind of happy where my life went outside of all the, but, you know, I, want, I don't want to speed up the interview. But my thing is, I, I'm, not, I'm not upset. I'm not sad that I didn't finish college. And I've never had a thought in my life, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back to college to get my degree. Never. That has never went through my head a day in my life. Okay. See, so now the, I've heard in, in other interviews that you mentioned that you were very um, spiritual, um, a Christian and everything. Um, yeah. how, how, how much of the challenge was that as well? Um, you know, your faith and, and you've got, you had something a lot more stable that you were in control of to, you know, Aaron saying, come and join us um, and help me out. Was it, a, was it a spiritual decision as well? Let me pray about it. Or was it like, okay, family first and everything second? Ammon first and everything else second. You know, it wasn't even about family. Families is my whole, my brothers and my sister. I was, Ammon first. Ammon said he needed me. I asked my dad, who was my everything. Yeah. What he said, you want to do? I just left. It wasn't like spiritual. I was still, my heart and my soul belonged to God. Yeah. You know, so. It, that wasn't going to disrupt me, and it and it didn't disrupt me because I just I would I didn't go, I didn't leave school with this vision of being this great computer scientist and I'm going to graduate with honors. I'm going to school. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to do what I do if I stay in school. That wasn't my calling. When 
when Aaron called upon me, then I was chose to be my brother's helpmate. Yeah. And I did that with an open heart. I didn't do it because I wanted to be famous and I wanted to be in a group. I didn't care nothing about that. I was a combo. I was a church boy. You know what yeah. I mean? But I, he was too, but I was a real church boy. I was like, praise the Lord. Jesus is real. Um, don't you dare cuss. And you better not. I didn't do anything. I didn't cuss. I didn't. I didn't mess with girls. I didn't, I didn't, none of that. Guy corrupted me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> See, I heard also when you, you did an interview recently that you mentioned it when he came over, he wrote Smile. And, and unfortunately, they didn't really portion that. But did he come over and say, I need help? And you left? Or was he there for a while convincing you? And was at my school. I mean, everybody thought he went to the school, first of all, because he always came and came out. So, I mean, at one point, he was at, at my school for about a month and a half, like, and, and he did the talent show, everything. Wow. And on the talent show, on the talent show, he, he did a song with a, a girl named Yvette, um, who sung Smile. Aaron wrote Smile in 1986. Whoa. Smile, Smile wasn't heard until 1990 on the Future album. Yeah. So, let you know. Aaron wrote that, but uh, I got to say this, too, beforehand. Aaron also wrote the majority of the of the first guy out. Wow. See, yeah, I mean, and I think I think that's the, the the especially with you know with the songs like that we we um with the, with with the CDs back in those days. I think we only got the future album we saw, but you know we, I've, we've learned. My viewers would have learned about how you know names are pushed in there and credits are, are taken when credits aren't supposed to be there. But you were saying that he had Smile sort of written and, and, and sort of arranged back in 86 when he was coming to visit you. And what did you think of the song back in those, that early days? It's one of my favorites. It's, you know, it's a, just a, it's, it's like a Gap Band sort of classic. Unfortunately, they, they didn't release it. But what was your thoughts when he wrote it? I mean, first of all, you know, every song that we ever did, I don't I mean, but I, I, maybe I'm biased. Every song we ever did was, was the shit. You know what I'm saying? And so... Yeah. When Aaron wrote that song, he wrote it. He, he wrote it when he was at my school. He didn't come there with Smile. He wrote it at the school when he was at Virginia State. So when he knew he was going to sing with Yvette, he wrote the song, and it was arranged and everything the same way you hear it on the on the on the Future album. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was great, you know, because I was the victor on my campus for winning talent shows. I won a talent show, and my and my partner. Clay Cofield, he did a song called Silver Suckers. Ain't nothing but a sucker, silver sucker. And it was like, we, we, was, we was the mile boys. So they had Q's, AKA's, you know, Kappa's. Okay, all yeah. But we created our own called the mile boys. And so we used to go whoop and just have our hand up. So they all, we, they thought we was a fraternity, but that was all good, you know, okay. like. You know, so nah, Aaron. Aaron was talented, you know, from church. So I, I, I wasn't shocked, but I, I didn't go. Man, that's a great song. I just was my. That's my brother singing a a dope song. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know, I'm like I, I go to the school. I'm the victor of the school, but nah. But Aaron, Aaron, they he they killed that. They killed that song. I wow. think I think he beat me. I think he beat me actually. That that he actually beat me <laughs> at the country. 
jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> so when he came to Cory, though, how long was that? Did, did he stay for? Did he stay for a while? They said, and try to convince you to come back up. No, no, he didn't have to convince me. He came, he was coming back and forth. Emma, Emma just stayed at camp. Like I said, m- maybe if you add all the time up, three months. Okay, before you finally said, okay, let's let's go back, let's go to New York. Yeah, I mean, before maybe I'm, before I made my final decision, yes. Okay. And I don't think I don't think it wasn't because I it was it was because I was just finishing certain things and 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 you know because I lived off campus for my for my off campus the whole time I was on, on school I might have been I might have been in a dorm freshman year maybe maybe a month maybe yeah then I and went so, off, off campus okay so then you you pack your bags and you know what what is really interesting is the fact that your dad gave. You know, it's almost like Solomon's kind of advice, you know, not saying yes, not saying no, but giving you the opportunity that if you, if whatever you decide, you, you know, you, you, the choices you make, you live by, but I'm going to be your dad regardless kind of thing. That's really powerful. You don't really get much of that. You normally get, you're going to college, you need to finish your college or, or trying to combine it. But were you surprised with the, 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 the autonomy he gave you in making such a, a career decision? I can't hear you for some reason. Oh, can you hear me? Why? Oh, can, can you hear me? I can't, I can't hear you. Hold on. I don't know why, because I, I got to do that on my okay. phone, so I can... Okay, now I can hear you. Okay. I can okay. hear you. Okay, no. So oh, I was saying that your, your dad gave such a King Solomon type of advice, um, which yes. is very unusual because you have most parents who say, well, you're in college, you need to finish your college degree. Um, but he gave you such a, a choice that it was like, regardless of what you decide, I'm still your dad, but you, you know, you put it in your hands. That's very unusual. But what was your thoughts when your dad g- gave you that sort of some advice? That if I don't, if, if whatever I'm doing with him don't work, I'm gonna get beat up, you know, like, it, it, he wasn't happy that I actually left. He okay. didn't. I, maybe he didn't think I would really do it, but um, I did. And when I did, they were very disappointed for sure. Okay. But as soon as we, you know, signed the dreadful contract, <laughs> well, as soon as I signed the dreadful contract, it was dreadful. Um, and we went number one with Groove Me. They forgot all about college. It was like, <laughs> yeah. oh. My son is famous. You know? <laughs> yes, my son are famous. <laughs> you know, look, it's hard. It's hard to have two children yeah. in a legendary group, right? You got Jacksons, but you know, the, the barges like that's a real, that's a real rare thing when you have, you know, that's a blessing to have two children in a group that changed the world. You know yeah. what I mean? So that was. They didn't know what was gonna happen then, but you know they was happy. Oh, look at my son, gold plaque. He got a gold plaque. They didn't even know what that was. Look at that. Look at that gold plaque on the wall. Oh my god. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But you know, I I I, I never want to disappoint my dad, no matter what I did. I just never wanted to disappoint. And so I'm I'm happy that guy um, did what it did because if it did, yeah, I think I would have really really disappointed him and my and my stepmom. Yeah, I would have. I would have hurt. 
Now, I saw your video of the um, guy at the Apollo. I think I'll be sure introduces that. Was that the first performance um, at the Apollo? And I'll be sure introducing you guys. And you, and it probably you... is. It, yeah, the, the one where we did Groove Me was the, was the first yeah. performance. I think we did Groove Me and I Like on that show. On the show. Um, yeah. And I could see how nervous Aaron was. You know, I could see the whole it, the, the coordination. What did surprise me is that you were at the back. Because um, Aaron's there, Teddy's going around playing, and I could see everyone's a little nervous, like, wow, this is really happening. But I was surprised to see that you were featured more at the back drumming was that sort of did you have time to rehearse and it was just on on, on, on why what was the, the the thinking behind that at that in that early very beginning well i'm a drummer so okay. i'm a I was, I was the i'm a i am a drummer so it's good to know I mean, because i used to think it was just part of the show but you actually are a drummer okay you know, I, was, I was playing live I, that was me playing no wow. No, 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 I was drumming. I mean, all the early part of Guy, the, the earlier part of Guy, I'm any any of those shows, I'm basically playing drums. Like um Arsenio Hall show. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. You know, uh uh the Apollo. I, I was on drums, but what I what the world was was messing up was they thought I was the band. And yeah. I was like, I didn't know the guy in the back gonna get the love. <laughs> Hold up. Wait, <laughs> hold on for one second. <laughs> let me get off these drums, give the sticks to a drummer, and let me move some percussions to the front. Yeah. And I started, I moved the percussions to the front. It was like, what is this? I am no longer going to have the same outfit y'all wearing and be in the back and they think I'm a band. No, it's G-U-Y. We got the G-U-Y on the back of our, our, back of our stuff. I'm I'm the why. We're not playing no game. This is, I'm going to the front. And then I realized what the front brings. The front brings that instantaneous love, that instantaneous yeah. thing. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it, and it made sense because I, I, it, it was surprising at the beginning seeing those performances, but then later on seeing your front. I've interviewed, um, you know, Speck um, and KB from Basic Black and Mucho. I've interviewed Sprague. Um, Doogie, um, Tammy Lucas. So right. I've, I've spoken to everyone. So I think one of the things, because you know, I start off by saying how much you know, Father MC gives you love. One of the things I was surprised was that Guy was on Uptown, but I never thought of Guy being on Uptown. I, I, it almost felt like you, you were there, but you re weren't really there. I almost felt that you guys were part of a different clique. So you had your Today, you had um, Abstract. Um, redhead kingpin um you had so i didn't really think you were part of uptown did it feel what what did it feel like did you feel like you're part of the uptown family or did you think you're more gr production from your point of view well we was definitely more gr productions for sure i mean but uptown without uptown we wouldn't be us yeah you know without andre rail god bless his soul we wouldn't be us so yeah we was signed to gr productions but you know knowing the Knowing the business now, you kind of realize, oh, I was signed to your production. Anyway, I, I won't go negative on this yeah, thing, but my thing yeah. is, you know, it, it, it's because of Andre Harrell and Uptown why we are here, where we are today. That we had to go that route. Yeah. But GR Productions was probably one of the biggest production companies at, of the time because, yeah. like you said, Redhead Kingpin, Abstract, 
mm-hmm. guy or, or on the top of the head of that. Yeah. Uh, today, Rex in effect. Basically, you know what I'm saying? Black, yeah. You know, I, well, basically, black came way after that. They okay. wasn't part of. It wasn't part of us in that clique. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think nobody. But the, you know, I, I put guy, and everybody was always getting upset at me. I put guy on a on a whole other level of of where we are in our lives, right? Yeah. Like, like no, I, I don't I don't put anybody on guy's level. I just I just don't. So people could be mad at me. Artists could be upset at me. They always get a oh demon. No no no, bro. You you are not me, Aaron or Teddy. I don't care what those other. T- we did something that very few, and I say few, I'm, I can put on four fingers, have done with Change the Sound of Music, gave a whole style and swag, yeah. presented things that people did and made it mainstream, Jesus pieces, the canes, the, the brim hats, mm. the, the overalls, the, the, the leather and the, and the jean mixture. We had all that going on before anybody was doing it. As Dan showed before they was doing it on a, on a, a level where the world can take notice of it. You understand? Yeah. So, you know, and and we created a, a whole sound, of, which is most important, a whole sound of music. So, yeah, I don't, I, you know, yeah, I most, give, yeah. yeah, most of our our fans will not dispute the importance of, of Guy. Any poll I do, and I'll get over three thousand votes. If Guy's there, it wins because it was very. It 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 really. You know, it shook the the industry, shook shook all of us with, with the kind of music styling and everything. And I remember speaking to um, Mucho, and he was because they were the backup band for today. And he, and he said, you know, Gene would have everyone really working. And I'd say, who was the best? And they said that you guys, guy, were just on a different planet when it came to the production and the the music and the the performance. And, yeah. and, but but so so the, yeah, so that was. That was really impressive. Back then, though, um, and I think we've, we we know the we know the other side of Gene, uh, and we'll talk about that later. But I wanted to focus on the the worth ethic. You know, did you see yourselves as a Motown and here was a Barry Gordy pushing you guys to be better than stuff, or was it like, man, this guy's pushing us too long? We're, we're good as we are. What was it like back in those early days for you, especially coming from college? And and really seeing show business from from a new perspective. I don't look at it where Gene pushed us to to like yeah, I better be nah. Gene no, was, no, no, perfection to make sure that you were the best of the best. Look, we made sure we was the best of the best. I don't, I, I don't also don't give him that. But what I do give Gene is the swag and the confidence he gave us. That he gave us that. But as far as like us being on that show, no, no, no. I choreographed and put yeah. the dances together. Teddy, Teddy did the band, and Aaron did the background singers. Like we, as a collective, Teddy, Aaron, Damien made that show. We knew what we were good at. When we when we got our niche, nobody. Because I was I was always thinking about how can we destroy people on stage, mm-hmm. like. How can we do that? Even when I didn't know what it is we were doing, right? I didn't say, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it, this, this, and this. It was a it was a trial, I will, I'll never say ever, because literally, I don't think we ever, in the eyes of the public, did a bad show. Yeah. 
in, in our eyes, we know we did a lot of fucked up shows. You know what I'm saying? But in the eyes of the public, no. But, you know, it's all trial and error because I wasn't a dancer. I didn't know how to dance. I just danced better than Aaron and Teddy. <laughs> but where did you learn? Did you, did, how were you learning then? Were you to actually improve because you became known as Crazy Legs, the sort of the, you know, you know, the dancer, choreographer and everything. But where did that, how did you pick that up? Well, I picked it up from, from my late, God bless his soul, brother, Shake. Um, Shake was, was probably the baddest dancer in, in the state of New York. He was amazing. Him and his brother, Kevin. Um, but Shake was the guy. Like, it's like Aaron. Aaron was a guy, but you got brother Damien. Shake was a guy. We had a brother, Kevin. And they was on all our videos. Um, and Shake just really molded me. He made me believe that I was really fly. I had good ideas, but, but he just—I—I—I I, I, I just, I just, I just love him. I love him. I love his mom, Jerry. Uh, 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 she's like my mom. She's like—I called her mom. You know what I mean? And 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 he—he he just made me believe. I saw, I kept seeing him dancing. And I was and I was good at. I, I end up picking up, and I end up. I, I'm a drummer, so I kind of um, understand rhythm. But yeah. I never forget when I started choreographing. I was like. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, four. They was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, I'm choreographing. No, Nick, Nick, that's not how you do it. <laughs> it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one, two, three, four. Oh, okay. I can see that, but I wasn't counting it right. I got it now. I got it. So because I would always, I would always come up with moves, and he would always you know, really, like, define them for me. You know what I mean? Like, I want to do this, 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 this. He said, if you want to do like this, bah, that, that, that. I said, yeah, that. I wanted to look like that, yes. And by him doing that, it made me a better dancer. Now, I got to give credit where credit is due. I got the name Crazy Lakes, but they're the original Crazy Lakes from the Bronx, who was the Beach Street legend, breakdance legend, and to this day, is still that cat. He's the original Crazy Legs. He is Crazy Legs. And I'm, thank God, you know, we had a talk, thank God I I can dance and I could dance because I would have disrespected his name big time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm known for it, but he created, he created it. So I want that to be known. Just okay. get people to understand, there's, there's two Crazy Legs. We both are fly as fuck, but he is the real dancer I am that swag type of dancer. So I, I you know, I don't want to say I fooled y'all. Yeah. I just want to say I did my thing for what I, for who I am. But who gave you the name? Who, how did, who gave it to you? Because. Aaron and Teddy. Aaron and Teddy. They, Aaron they, and Teddy gave me Okay. Did they, did they name you after him or did they just say, man, this yeah. just, your legs. Are... No, no, no. It, it, I, I didn't even know he exists. I didn't know who he was okay. for, for months. I mean, months, months, and then I, and I heard that he was upset, and I was like, ooh, for what? What did I do? I, I own the trademark. But I didn't, I didn't know, and then we, like I said, we spoke, and then I said, yo, much love. Bow down, bro. You you great. He's great. So, but it's because of the way I move. Like, I'm just, I'm just, you know, just to this day, everybody know. They see me get down. They know how I get yeah, down. So, yeah. it's what it is. So, after out of the first album, and, I, and, and how was that like coming on, um, I know you came to support Aaron, but then the album was already done. 
it had sort of Timmy on, on the album cover. Um, now I've, I've, I've watched, I have listened to Jack and I, and I heard you talk about how challenging it was that you go into an album, a record store for promotion and your face isn't there and they change that. And I think the singles, when the singles are released, we see the three of you uh, on it. Right. But the challenge, what was, was there a challenge for you to be in the videos or a performance and singing the songs knowing that you went on the first album or what, what was that, was, how was that for you? No, they, they should thank God I was, I was in the video. And I was, it wasn't no problem for me because I, I felt it. Look, again, I came in for my brother. Yeah. And yeah, the, the world was confused originally because Timmy was on, on the album cover and my name was in the back. So yeah. it kind of confused everybody. They were like, well, okay, what? <laughs> yeah. That's why I was, it was more so, that's, that's Teddy, that's Aaron, and that's the other guy, right? It's like, and then I literally made a name for myself. I literally made the world take notice on who Damien was going to be because I, I made sure that I wasn't going to be disrespected. Once I understood what it was, I'm like, nah, bro. I nah, 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 nah. That ain't happening. Take, take him off. I don't care about them photos. I'm never doing anything where I see his face on on something because he's not in the group anymore. So I don't I don't want to hear we can and we don't. That's why you see the singles and you see every yeah. you started seeing singles come out and all these pictures of me, Aaron and Teddy, because I made a fuss and I, I literally was gonna stop doing everything because oh, and, and no one else there. was thinking about that. Of course not. Well, how can you when, when we young and you you moving forward with stuff? No, they wasn't thinking that. I, again, I came in as the third member, right? It's like Timmy gone. Who we gonna have? Oh, Damon. Oh, his brother. What they look like? Wow, this this looks great. Two brothers and Teddy Riley. This is fantastic. But yeah. you know, I, again, I, I went through that, and and but I also realized now nah, I, I gotta get my own. I gotta have my own voice. I gotta have my own thing, and and so I started just just you know creating more of a of a attention for me without without really trying to take center stage because you know yeah. center stage belonged to Aaron. Yeah. And um Teddy Teddy was doing what he's doing. So I always kept it the one, two, three. It's no problem with me. Yeah. Um but you know the world knows now what, what the deal is. You know what I'm saying? You know, no crazy legs, no energy on on, yeah. on that stage. Period. Where did that come from? That's because you may get a lot of people who are used to being, well I'm just one of the I'm just happy to be here and just whatever they do, I do. But and then you have some people who take it too far and like, man, that's it, I'm out of here. How did you maintain, where did that come from? Were you able to maintain that balance where guys, you, you've got to, I've got to create my own identity and I understand you guys were there before me, but I need, you, you need to bring me in. That part of well, you well, to, to balance that. Well, here's the thing. I, you know, I balance it because I love my brother. That's the balance by itself. Yeah. I didn't do this for me. I didn't do this for me to come in and I want to be famous too. It's unfair that everybody keeps saying Aaron and Teddy. I didn't care nothing about that. I care about my brother, but I wasn't going to be disrespected. So the balance was, I'm the third member too. Whether people call me quiet and called me real, you know, he was the quiet one. Okay, I was the quiet one. Whatever, whatever you say, it don't matter. Behind the scenes, I was doing a lot. I was I was coming up with the with the video concepts. I was directing. Uh, the video when nobody was directing videos. I, I was doing that. I was designing the clothes. I was putting together the show. So Damien was, you know, creating 
a, a, a platform and a brand for guy themselves and 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 co-venturing with other people the ideas i had in my head this that's facts and teddy taught me a lot when it came down to production and remixes and stuff like that like so you know i never wanted to take the realm i i never had no animosity no agenda to want to be in the same sentence of Aaron and teddy i didn't care nothing about any of that because i don't what i care about was my brother Mm. And what I care about now is 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 the brand, is, yeah. is keeping the brand in, in people's heads to realize, you know, we ain't going. We might we not might not be doing stuff. But even when we're not doing stuff. We're doing something. Yeah. Did when they did re remixes, were you then featured on any of those vocals for the first album, any of the singles that came out, or would they just take the old vocals and just continue? Yeah, they took they took the old vocals. They took okay. the old vocals for sure because. Aaron did all the background, so I, it sounded like me anyway. Because when you hear, when you hear the future record, I'm I'm the backgrounds on the majority of that album. Yeah. So it it it, it still coincided because me and Aaron have the same tone, right? It's like, yeah. um, we're brothers, you know. I sing, he sing. Yeah. Sometimes we sing just alike, but he has a higher pitch, and I have a a more of a of a baritone first tenor. Yeah. Um, in my voice, so. Yeah, before I, before I get to the future, I wanted to see from the first album, performance-wise, what were your top three songs that you really loved in the first album? So when, whether, whether it's doing a show or just naturally, just like, you know, these are, these are top three tracks on that first album. Spend the Night, I Like and Groove Me. You can spend the night, I but like. Spend the like, Night, I Like and, and Groove Me. But I, I'm going to say this, one of the funkiest songs on the album, and I, I might play at least once a week, if not twice a week, is round and round. That right there was funkier than Groovy to me, right? That was like to me. Listen, man, <laughs> guy is the shit. If I wasn't a member and I was a fan of a group, and I'm not a fan of nobody, but if I was a fan of a group. I probably would have been a, a guy fan too, because to me that I can look like I listen to our music, and I and again I you know for all those that understand where I'm coming from, and I hope y'all do. When I listen to our music and I listen to other people's music of that genre, that time, and I listen to people's music now and I put on our music and I play our remixes, still to this day, people can't can match guys' sound and, and our 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 groove. And that and that thing where you just damn all the records, dog, got that thing going on. Yeah. Teddy had that, Teddy had that um, Aaron had that thing that you immediately caught on to. Yeah. And I had the tune and doing backgrounds that, that you love, but man, bro, I don't care. Listen, y'all, <laughs> y'all see me? Y'all know guy is the shit. <laughs> yeah. People are not gonna no, no, people don't doubt that because you know, as I said, especially the music was different when you guys came on the scene and it was like, wow, what's this? And, you know, even the name Guy, you know, the, the, you know just the, the image and, and the styling and everything. When it comes to working on the future album, um, at least in that time, you, you had a little bit more chance to get involved and, and stuff. But, you know, speaking to the guys from Base of Black and stuff, that's where sort of, that's where they noticed like, wow, there's a split going on. 
I think from from your point of view, um, so you talked about the bad contract, and I've, we've seen interviews you, of you talking about that, and it's actually it's very different. But from, from your point of view, for, as a group, what was happening um, um, that you guys realised, you know, it's halfway through the album, we need to part ways? I think your volume went off. Oh, it, it's on mute. <laughs> Okay, Jan. Hello? I don't know what be going on. Okay. But I didn't hear okay. you. I don't know if he was talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay. No. So I was saying that one of the things I noticed, and most of us noticed, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I think one of the things that a lot of us noticed is that the future album had tracks like um, Gotta Be a Leader uh, and, and stuff. Um, so it seems to us that halfway through while recording that things change with, with, with Gene that you guys um, sort of weren't happy, put stuff on the album. When I speak to the other guys, you know, Basic Black and everyone else, they, they, they from a point of view like, well, we didn't really understand. We just knew that we were moving to Georgia and, and with Zan and, and, and the rest sort of left and, and you guys moved, moved, moved on. You knew you had a bad contract from the time when you first signed. What changed that you guys decided, you know, we got to have to leave Gene for good? Well, I mean, again, I, I don't, you know, I, Gene, yes, could have done things a lot better when he was alive, a lot better. But he also made us better. He also... Um, I, I, I always say this, if it wasn't for Gene, I wouldn't know the business because there was so much fucked up stuff that happened, not just that he did, just in the, in the whole realm of the, of, of the stuff that it taught me this business like the back of my hand. I understand it very well. Mm -hmm. And yes, things started falling apart, but it's not, it's not just Gene's fault. And I, 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 it's, it's not just Gene's fault. And I, I will not say that. Um, and I never have said that, never will. Um, it's not just Gene's fault. At the end of the day, things happen. Yeah, we gotta gotta be a leader, you know. Gotta make it flip it. Blah, 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 blah. You know, you, you know. But such is life, man. Yeah. And like such is life. And 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 you know, as you get older, you start realizing, you start realizing certain things ain't right. It's not right, but it's not. Let me tell you something. A head person, a leader, captain, whatever you want to call it cannot take over a ship if his crew feel like taking over the ship. You understand? Mm. And if and if I'm a captain and I'm taking from you, taking writer's credit, doing this, making one person bigger than the other two members and all this stuff, if if the if the crew don't accept that, it would never have happened. Yeah. So I blame myself too mm. in the in the process of things going a little awry because I spoke up a lot. I spoke up a whole lot, but only, only Gene knows. And, and Gene's not here to talk. So yeah. I spoke up a lot, but it, it, it's uh, people need to just take, take notice of themselves and look in the mirror. And, and we all have, have to do that in, in the midst of the, the guy breakup. But I have, I love the future. Album. I love recording it. Um, the fact that, that it was something I was part of, which I'm, I'm writing 
now I'm singing more. I'm, I'm becoming more acclimated into my position in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, you know, how many, how many, how many artists you get coming from a classic guy album with every song from top to bottom outside of business? I, I don't, I never liked business. I thought that was a shitty ass song, but, um, and then going into the future where every song on the future album was something. And I don't know how many groups could say that. I mean, we, we were just funky. So I, you know, being young, you just want things to happen right. You just want you want things to end up being right. And so you 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 stick you stick in there and you and you do your best to pray that it all comes back together correctly and that our young minds don't get corrupt or or influenced by people telling you you're better, or it's about you, and you if it wasn't for you, it wouldn't be. A lot of that shit was going on, man. So, you know, and then you know, anyway, a lot of stuff going on, man. And, and I always tell tell groups when I when I see them, like you, you got to really, really keep hold of your of your true self. That that thing that allowed y'all to be together when you first started, that heart thing, that beautiful youth moment where you knew that y'all could be something. If you don't keep a hold of that, you this business will eat your ass up. Yeah, I, I, and I think what was great about what you said is that we've always painted Gina as the pantomime villain um, but you've taken a very different approach by saying there are things he could have done differently but we all had a part to play in it and I think that's really admirable because it, it gives it gives us an understanding that yeah because we, we've learned over the past couple of months about everyone you know gets influenced and, and misled and, and takes advantage without understanding the hurt that they're doing to others on the future album i it, it was one of my first albums that i got i got the future album i got peaceful journey um uh, invoke point to sing those like when i could actually f- get money to buy so most of my friends and people that i grew up with would tell you that the guy the future album was was new jack swing what if someone says what's new jack swing they'll bring out the future album because that was pretty much you know, the whole thing, you know, you mix the suits in the beginning and then sort of the mixture with the, with the, the, with the, with the styles and everything. What I was surprised that um, I didn't hear more of you or even taking more of the lead in in a couple of songs. Was that a conscious decision within the group to say, Aaron does this amount and, and okay, well, Teddy will do this. Because as a fan, I was like, wow, well, well, Damien's now, how can we not seeing him do a, a lead sing song or, or so? Hold on, hold on one second, because I can't hear you again. I don't know. Hold on. Is it on? Can you talk now? Yeah. Is it? Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. I, I was saying with the future album. Um, it was one of the first albums I bought, and right. it's it, um, you know it was I was excited about seeing the difference because you had Aaron doing stuff, you had Teddy doing stuff. Most of my friends and I were disappointed that we didn't see you lead a track or so. And I was wondering, was that a, a decision within the group to say, let's just keep what we did in the first album 
um, and just have to Aaron and Teddy do most of the stuff. You know what? Uh, um, <laughs> when again, it goes back to me saying the people could be in your head and say it is it's YouTube, and people. Some people don't ever grow from that, right? Some people don't 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 grow and say, you know what? Yo, hold up. He should be singing this. Like for instance, I always I said this. If I originally sung "Let's Chill" oh, on the future, right? I did the vocals, the lead vocals, everything, and they mastered it with my vocal on. Now, when I left, and when it came out, my vocal was off, and Aaron's vocal was off. So that's a that's a a conscious a conscious de decision that you make, a deliberate decision that you make to say. Ah, why give him a chance? Let his brother keep doing what he do. Let Teddy keep doing what he do. He ain't got to do that. Just let him give him little pieces of something. Thought you loved me, but you did it. You know what I'm saying? Like little, little cutesy, whoopsie things, right? But that's cool. Because I never, again, I had to keep in my head, eh, I'm doing this for my brother. So it, it, it's cool because I can sing too. I know I, if I, if just less chill, if they kept me on, Mm. the lead of Let's Chill. Imagine where my career would be right now. Because Let's Chill, still to this day, is playing on radios all over the place like it just came out. You know what I mean? So imagine if my... Because he sang it exactly the way that I sung it. Is it in the background? Or or did they keep your background vocals? No, they kept they kept my backgrounds on it. Okay. But but it's... It doesn't... Look, I, look I, I did the lead. I should have been on the lead. Yeah, <laughs> I should have. I should have. You know, it, it would be a different thing, man. Like, I, but the love that I have for my brother, and I, I'm more mature than that. Uh, you know, if I could do it again, I would have fought the fight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I would, I'm not doing this record unless I'm singing, and unless I'm doing this song and that song. I want to sing lead on dancing. You know what I'm saying? I want to do. I would have said some. Some. I mean, not not not. Not not dancing, excuse me, but on um on other records. But I did do one song, right? Um, not the future. Um, for, I think. Uh, what was the song on? Tell me what you like. You know, on the cover. That was tell me what you like. Came off of the New York on the cover. New York on the cover soundtrack. But on the future album, I did a song that Teddy did for Michael Jackson originally. Um. Uh, it's on. It's like track sixteen of the last track. Is it long gone? No, um, right after long gone. No, um, uh, yearning. No, nope. oh, let's stay together. No, 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 no. Let's stay together. No, no. Follow, you know. Uh, I'm getting. Whenever it gets to the future, I always put the future and Guy Three album. I always. No, I think it's Guy Three. <laughs> it's fucking Guy Three. No, no, no. It's not. It's not Guy Three because I I know all the songs I did on Guy Three. Um. But yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It 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 comes to me. Um. But neither here or there. It's like. Yeah. You know, I, I play my role. Look, I, I was here to play a role, right? Yeah. And at the time, I played my role, and I played my role very well. Because at the end of the day, you know, I, I, I had to get myself to say, I don't care. I'm getting the same amount of money when I'm yeah. on that stage. 
that am and the Teddy get. So don't matter to me. It was the behind the scenes stuff that was going on that really messed up the mindsets of, of the group, you know? So, you know, when we was on that stage, when we were on that stage, we love each other when we were on that stage, man. We, we, it's just something about all three of us on that stage that's very different than any other group. It ain't got nothing to do with us being the best singer or the best dancers. It's just something we have that is super special. And, and I don't, sometimes I don't think we even know what it is. Can you explain to, to, to viewers the difference between the music industry? Because when you come into this, you have a very great relationship with your brother and I'm sure with, with Teddy and with everybody. But what we're finding out that there's something about the industry that just, and I'm, I'm, it's almost like if you've ever watched Lord of the Rings that you put on the ring and you become a very different person and you don't, and only when you come out like, my goodness, what happened to me? Because a lot of the, uh, it's almost as if it's like everyone has this sense that if we don't take, we, we, we'll lose out and stuff. But it, it's not intentional, but it, it can, I won't say corrupt. But did, did you find, is there anything there that you could just share? That, I mean, not details, but just did you notice that it could change you in some ways that even close people could just be almost apart without realizing? Well, it didn't change me at all. The industry didn't change me a bit. I might have got more famous. I might have got more wild. I started cussing, but that's, that's not industry. That's choices I made. You know what I'm saying? The industry chooses to stay on a on a certain narrative that was painted to make one or some of a group or a person bigger or smaller than they want them to be. And literally, you can't trust the industry. The industry is is isn't shit. That's why, you know, nowadays everything is so beautiful. You can do your own thing and control your own your own platform and, and you ain't really gotta rely on the record companies no more with social media and, and NFT and all this other stuff that's going on. Um, you don't really need them anymore, right? And, and I think when the record company goes, oh, Teddy Riley created guy and it's, Teddy Valley featuring got when they started doing that shit, I, the writing was on the wall. Is that with the um, do um, do the right thing album that they had? My fantasy. I was very surprised there was Ted Riley featuring guy, but he sang the first verse. Aaron sang the second. You all in there? Was that that type, was that what we meant that they were pushing one over the other? Well, at the end of the day, you can't you can't feature a member of a group. That's the dumbest shit on the fucking planet. You yeah, can't was, say yeah. new edition featuring Ralph Tresman. Dumbest shit ever. I don't care what nobody think or say. Yeah. Like once you start doing that, you 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 you're putting a wedge between yeah. a group because mentally, if you are weak-minded mentally in any capacity, yeah. it might not be your fault. It just might be the fact that you're so entangled in the business industry, industry that that you get caught up in it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I don't. People always say, How, "How's your relationship with Ted?" That I don't blame Ted for anything because Ted didn't do shit to me. He did absolutely nothing to me. What he did is dish it to himself that affected us. And when you when you allow people to make you feel you're better than the people that you started with, forget kids at work. But Guy is what made Teddy into this known 
individual he is. And then his music speaks for itself, right? Mm -hmm. But you can't separate Teddy. You wouldn't even know Teddy like that if it wasn't for, for God. And that, and you got to give credence to that to my brother and Timmy Gatlin. You have to. Yeah. And if you don't, then you you you, you living in that bullshit as well they want you to live in. That's you know, it's like it's like, oh my God, COVID is taking over the world. Like if you living in that and you believing in that and that's making you not see your family, then you the dumbass on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck out of here, man. Excuse me, I hope I can say that on your on your show, but you know, at the end of the day, it's 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 real, like like family has to remain family, and at, at a certain age, you can't you can't blame nobody else. You got to blame yourself. Yeah. You have to look at yourself and blame yourself. Mm -hmm. Me, and I'll you, you have to say, why did I let this go so far? Why did this happen? Why did I? You got to blame yourself. You can't point the finger at somebody all the time. So I don't blame Teddy for nothing. Mm -hmm. I don't blame Aaron for nothing. I blame myself for taking taking a lot out of my life, put it into um, a brand at times that really didn't want to be embraced. Yeah. And, but, but because I got caught up in the brand, I got caught up in we should be better than what we are because we are greater than what we, we are acting like. Yeah. Better than what we are because we are greater than what we acting like. Is it, why on earth don't you see the fact that when we are together, that's what makes everybody go, oh, wow, they go Aaron David Teddy, boom, 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 boom. You can still do your individual stuff. You can still do your Aaron Hall album, Damon Hall album, Black Street record, Teddy Riley featuring friends. I don't care. But you never forget your core. That's that's the thing that artists on all genres sometimes forget. They let the, the money and the fame get to their head. And then they, then they on drugs. They got dumbasses around them that's not held, holding them accountable. Yeah. They're just letting them do, and they know they're doing well. I should tell them to stop, but I'm not going to say nothing because I might lose my job, or he might not let me come with him anymore, or she might not talk to me anymore. Get the fuck out of here. You got to really, this industry is not meant for you to be a star. If you believe in that, something is wrong. This industry is meant to eat you up. You got to know that God made you to be something special more than more than the music. He, he, he allowed the music to embrace you and for you to become the music. And because of that, the world embraces you if if you get to that position. Mm -hmm. Forgive me, I just went there. No, no, but you know what you're saying is even athletes and actors, it is very hard when you get all this adoration and I, I, you know, I, I have no idea what it's like to have thousands of people shouting my name and screaming and stuff to not feel that you are bigger than, than you know, can be able to walk on water, and. Um, so I think we, we, we're understanding that it, it, it's, it is an industry that divides and conquers. Um, and we saw the new edition stuff and was like, wow, we didn't realize how they all felt. But one thing about them is that they did come back and continue. Um, strangely enough, they are viewed as the biggest band in the last 40 years, not because of the, the music they've been, but because they went away, did stuff, came back and became bigger for that and, and, and stuff. And which is where a lot of guy fans were disappointed that we never saw um, that, that sense of, okay, you know, we've all gone out and let's come back in. Well, you know, I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to go against them. Okay. Um, because you got the first album and then we got the second album and y'all was totally 
ecstatic. Then we broke up for 10 years, literally 10 years, um, and came back with the guy three album. And we broke up, came back. That's when y'all people should have started getting like, damn, right? Like between that 92,000 period, we left a lot of money on the table and, and, and who knew where we could have been if we stayed together. That's the sorrow right there, right? That, that's the sorrow. But here's the added plus for, for God. What group you know, two albums, lived a whole 33 going on 34 year career on just two albums of which every song on both albums, outside of for me, a business, <laughs> you love and you stand up. And yet in 2019, we still was headlined and we've never not headlined. And when we didn't headline, we co-headlined. Yeah. So, and you're talking about off of two albums. Everybody else that did shows got three, four, five, six albums, but they're still only doing one album worth of material. Yeah. We never did all of our material on stage. You not if we did all of our material, the world would go crazy. The sorrow of us is that we never gave the, the world, these countries, Africa, New Zealand, Germany. Yeah, even the UK, yeah. Spain, we, never, we never gave them God. And so the, the fact that after all these years, they still respect us and still want to see us and still listen to the music or even still play the music, that's the, that's the blessing. That's the thing that keeps my heart beating and going, yo, don't give up, D. Do what you have to do. Because people still love you. They still yeah. love him. They still love Teddy. Yeah. And because of that, they're giving us opportunity to still be around. It's yeah. like, oh, we still there? It's like, we still there because they're giving us the opportunity. Y'all are giving us the opportunity to still be around when we didn't give ourselves the opportunity to be greater than what we really could have could be. Yeah. Like I'm in, I'm in shock sometimes. I'm like, damn. People love God like that. Yeah. And then I say, yeah, they should. Then I go, why? Because your music is the shit. Yeah, yeah that's true. But we, we respect ourselves enough to let them know that we love ourselves enough to continue to love them so that they can see us. Yeah. So they shouldn't. But man, thank God they do. And yeah. I thank you all. I thank everybody for still remembering that that time when Gumi first started, still remembering what I like and peace of my love and goodbye love did for them. Still remembering that there's three people who truly love each other and who, who made a lot of wrong mental decisions and y'all still give us the opportunity to, to, to be around an industry that is, as far as I'm concerned, convoluted by a bunch of mess. Yeah. And, and, and yet and still, you keep us here. That's that's because of y'all. They ain't got nothing to do with us. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I agree. The, the first album, as I said, was a very different. It blew up. The second album was the definition of New Jack. It was it was amazing. My favorite track on the album was Let um, Let's Stay Together. I love the remix. You know, you're rapping, Aaron's rapping. That uh, Teddy, no, Teddy's rapping. Aaron singing. So it's my you know favorite guy song. It's Let's say yeah, to her. I was in the Let's stay together. I, I never, I never forget that because that's when we broke up. Literally, I, 
explain because I, I this is my favorite track and I'm and and it's always a you know that's kind of let's stay together I like the Beatles Let It Be but what was the, the, the why released it did you release it no yeah this is our last track we're just gonna because you, you watch right. the video you don't see it like that no no we did not we did not think well I didn't think I didn't know that we was gonna break up that's kind of weird to let's stay together I'm not this type of guy you say and then we break up. That was a shitty ass. Every time I hear that song, I think about the breakup. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I love, the, I love the the remix because yeah, it's my favorite. As I said, my favorite guy track is the remix. I mean, I love. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's your favorite guy track. But I love, yeah. I love the remix. You know, we we in there, we looking good. I'm in, the, I'm in the boxing ring. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm doing that thing. Being hard is not too hard. I was a thing with a book, my heart. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm like. What it was, I could not see. Now I know that I am glad, and this is the best feeling I ever had. You know, that, 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 I remember every moment of what we did when we not just did that video, but every song we ever did with God, right? Like, we had great times with each other, man. We really had some serious, great ass times. Here, here's the thing when we love each other, we really love each other. Mm. And when we don't want to deal with each other, we really don't deal with each other. Wow. Like, I don't talk about nobody because I, don't, I just don't do that. Yeah. And, you know, I think the fans can make the decisions for themselves, however they view shit. I'm not here to, to make you look down on Teddy or Aaron or look up at me. It's, you, you got your own opinion of how you feel about the individuals or me when I speak. Um, but I live in my truth. I, I live in my truth. And I truly always say there is no group better than guy and there's only two groups that I love that was that's up here before we came into the picture and even when we was in the picture there was up here new edition and 2020 wow. like those were the two groups to this day I still put on a pedestal a very a very hefty pedestal wow. and I always say if new edition and guy was to do a concert oh my god have mercy if we was to tour together We'll break, and I'm saying this, we'll break, I don't care what genre of music, yeah. we will sell out and break goals, ticket sales, goals, Yeah. if we were to do that. Because people miss that thing. They bought yeah. something that was unique in music. And even though the Four Tops and the Spinners and, and, and Temptations did certain steps like that, they did it with a different type of swag. Yeah. And it was just, they're just, they were just, they, were just, they still are incredible. Yeah. It, it, you know, as, as people and as individuals, I love them to death. And, and, and I say that, and, and, but everybody know how I feel about Guy. Like, Guy, yeah. Guy, when we found our mark, oh my God. When we started realizing, wait a minute, we are as good as people think we are. Yeah. Like, that's when it was, man, come on. What, we doing a show? <laughs> yeah. We about Oh, the volume. <laughs> oh, your volume went off. <laughs> oh, you went on mute. Oh. oh, yeah. You went on mute. <laughs> oh, you went on mute, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you now. Because you went on mute. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> 
I got it on Do Not Disturb, but I'm saying during during those times, it was so much fun amongst all artists. Yeah, I'll be sure. Sweat, Tony, 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 Kid at uh, Kid, Kid and Play, Heavy D and the Boys, um, Tony, uh, 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 New Edition, yeah, in Vogue. You know what I'm saying? It's like we really had a ball with each other, man. Yeah, but we really, but we pushed each other like, mm, we on the same show. Oh, get ready for this. Like we really pushed to be the best. Yeah. And that's why every everything you saw during that time were great. Yeah. Were great, man. Yeah. And I don't care what nobody says. Still, if you go to a 90s tour and you go to a tour that's out now and you really listen to the music, ain't yeah. nothing better than 90s. No, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I, in my case, I gotta say late 80s, 90s. Like yeah. in my case. Yeah. Um, there was but, nothing better than that. My favorite track, you do my favorite track, but you said, is it after the video goes out that you guys have a meeting and say, you know, we're splitting up? Or I, I, I didn't understand because the track comes out. No, no, no. It wasn't after the meeting. It wasn't no after the video we sat down and said, we're going to split up. That ne We ain't never sit down. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know if it just went on mute. <laughs> yeah, you were saying, you were saying. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It just went on mute as you were talking. Yeah. Yeah. My phone is ringing like a, a maniac because I, I, I do so much stuff throughout the day. But, and I, I got it on do not. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Somebody's ringing my phone like crazy, and I don't know who that who that is. But neither here nor there. Like we we never we never sat down and said, you know what, we need we need to break up. No, that 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 conversation never happened. Never. We we didn't never sit down and go. You know, I think it's, we've been too long. I think we need to really just leave each other alone. We we, I, we was blindsided by the by the breakup, honest and truthfully. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that coming in any capacity. I never saw that coming. Um, but it happened. Our last show was at Madison Square Garden. We had a great show. And after that show, it was done. Done. Like cold turkey, done. So, so. Uh, uh, as I said, you come up with a big album, and it was very amazing that the future album had, I think, seven or eight singles released. I mean, that was that's an album. You know, you did the future album. The first album had eight tracks. You release seven singles and videos, so you you know the, the labels looking to really push this. You had remixes that were breaking records, um, and so for us, it's like wow, you know. And R&B was moving in a very big direction, so of course naturally we're looking for the next thing you guys break up now i think teddy's given his story about the new edition concert losing brandon 
um, it's a shooting and he felt that that was it. But the, when he goes, when he when when the group goes off, it, it seems as if that you know the, it was there, you know, and we get reports that Aaron wasn't happy with with Gene, so he wasn't he would he didn't want to continue singing. As I said, as fans, all we can do is just grab whatever we're seeing on the internet as as a, as a sense of why is our favorite group disbanding after blessing us with so many with one of the best albums we've had in years. You're saying you were blindsided. Was there no way of because you were the glue of trying to make it say, "Come on, let's just think about it and take time off and, and come back." Well, during that time, I, you know, you, I'm the glue more so when we got back together again okay. um, in 2000. From that point on, I'm the reason why you saw a guy. Even when we broke up two or three times since then. Why guy the name still still succeeded? Why we still um, the brand is still alive? If it wasn't for me, the brand would be dead. Right now. That's just facts. Like everybody knows that that has any type of brain inside their head. Um, during during that time, um, during that time, it wasn't it wasn't. Again, I go back to people, people, people can get into your head to, in such a way where you feel I shouldn't do this any longer. Whatever reasoning you give to somebody, again, it's all about somebody looking in the mirror and really telling the truth to themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have no beef with Aaron or Teddy. And I don't think at that time Aaron had any beef with me or Teddy. And I didn't think Teddy had a beef with me or Aaron. You know what I mean? So why? You know, we can say a lot. I don't, I, like I said, I don't, I don't really talk about no. people and things. You know, I, I think, I think when, when you, if you allow people to get to you and you, and you, and somebody, if somebody tell you enough, it's about you, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's you. Somebody tell you that enough, you start really believing that shit. Mm. And, and, and then you say, well, man, I'll just let me do me, make more money doing me. Right? But I, like I said, when I got into business in, in 80, in 88, late part of 87, I didn't get into this business to be Damien Hall and to become some superstar, da, da, da. I didn't get into it. But so my mindset, even in the midst of us becoming superstars, was still, I'm doing it for my brother and I'm doing it for the love of, of Teddy and Aaron and, 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 I hope this never dies because we are great together. But then it yeah. did, and then you go, what the fuck? So I think it was wrong to the fans, and I, I always apologize. I always apologize to y'all because y'all still didn't get the best of guy yet. You, you still have it, and you might not ever get the best of guy um, if people don't wake up. Mm. Even in, in the midst of us going on 53, one going on 57, and the other one going on 54. It, you, I mean, being 54 of it. Um, you wouldn't, I don't know, man, it, 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 the, 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 the sorrow is in where do you, where do you draw the line of allowing yourself to look what you allowed yourself to be in, a place where you allow yourself to be in and say, why? And really answer your, whether you answer it onto the fans, whether you answer it to yourself, you got to answer to yourself and say, why? Why did I do like, I refuse to die on some bullshit, like, and not tell the truth. Hmm. 
It's why when people see my interviews, they love hearing my interviews, right? Because I'm a, I'm one of the true artists that really speak my truth without creating anything behind it, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't need to create anything because my my life is my truth. Yeah. And my truth is Aaron and Teddy was my life. And in some kind of capacity, they are still my life. And no matter what I do, they're still going to be added in my life. There, there will never be an interview where somebody just speaks about Damien. Never. Yeah. I don't care if I had movies, clothing lines, Oh, Grammys, Oscars, they'll still be like, so uh, is there any chance of you and Aaron and Teddy getting back together again? Yeah. Because it's just it's just what it is. It's not like we just some regular group, did some regular music, and 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 we really not that. But when you think about, and I always say this, when you think about the fact that the records that we broke during that time of 88 and 90, mm. and that we changed the sound of music and brought a swag to the industry that was never in the industry, but we never won an award outside of the Black Honors. We didn't get a, a BET award. We didn't get a Soul Train award. We didn't get a, a, an American Music Award. We didn't get a Grammy. We didn't get a European International Award. We didn't get a Legendary Award. What the hell? That don't make sense to me. Yeah. And so I always say it because I think it's a disrespect to God. Mm. It's almost like some of these uh, people that acted you know whenever i saw al, al, al pacino and he won the oscar for sin of a woman i was over. like who i i was yeah. like what over malcolm x over denzel's yeah malcolm x yeah that. That, that movie compared to the godfather compared to the godfather series and compared to you know uh uh yeah he did know, Dog Day Afternoon, I mean, that, but, you know. Day you know, you got, you got all of these different... Scarface, how the, yeah. yeah how, the fuck, how the fuck he win for a cynical woman? Come on, man. Yeah. This is, industry as a whole yeah. don't have their head screwed on, bro. I yeah. don't care. Look, the industry didn't do nothing for me. My talent, Andre Harrell, MCA, or Universal, well, MCA at the time, yeah, they did stuff for us. They gave us the opportunity and platform to be seen. Yeah. But when it came out to the industry cats doing what they do, industry cats, man, they did everything in the world to, to try to bury us for whatever reason. Yeah, and you wonder why you guys are not, you know, even considered for like uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But come on, but your straight to the point album, a lot of fans are saying, you know, the, the track with Chantel, Chantel, Chante Moore. <laughs> Yes, she sounds. She, you know, she, she, she was one of those people who had the voice of an angel when she sings. You know, this amazing track. Uh, track. Mm -hmm. The fans were saying, "Why is it? Why did he just not? Um, you know, he says, why was there no video for his second single, Do Me Like You Want to Be Done?' It had heavy rotation, good remixes by Tricky Stewart, but it seems like the record promotion came to a halt for some mm -hmm. reason." Tricky, the remix was done by me and Tricky. So let's make that very clear. The whole album, and again, if it wasn't for Tricky and Sean Sepp Hall, I got, you can't mention Tricky Stewart without mentioning Sean Sepp Hall. But the reality is, I did my whole album. I produced my whole album. I did 16 songs when I was in Atlanta. I came to LA. When I came to LA, I met Tricky and Sean. I was like, yo, I'm going to pay y'all X amount of dollars to take what I did 
and make it better. So when you see my album, Executive Produced by Damien, Produced by Damien, and Tricky Stewart and Sean Paul, and you see this because, and I wrote every lyric on my record outside of four songs. Wow. Satisfy You, Never Enough, um, uh, Lost Inside of You, and Second Chance. Those three songs, ballads, were done by Brian McKnight. I made minute changes on Second Chance. Um, but I wrote my whole album. So from top to bottom, I owned, literally on a, on a, on a legal standpoint, I owned 78% of my album. If that album would have went platinum, I would have been out of here. It, here. Here's the thing. Shantae Moore, she's amazing. She's amazing to this day. One of the baddest, beautiful women on this planet still to this day. So I had a single in Satisfy You that should have did just as big as I Miss You. Secondly, you say, do me like you want to be done. Yeah. That had heavy rotation. The remix was even doper because the remix sounded like a guy remix. Yeah, that's what, yeah, so the fans just wrote in. See, people don't understand that Dog Me Out, let me let this be known. Dog Me Out, I did the remix for Dog Me Out. Teddy came in and added to that the remix for her, the club version, the first EDM record ever in life of history. I did that remix. It was a white label that went to London. And then they said, no, it, it said, produced by Damon Hall, additional production, Teddy Robbins. When they saw that, they said, we can't do that. They made it a white label and they hit it that I ever did the remix. So see, people can get caught up because what happens is, again, we go back into industry. If industry paints you, invite you, and put you on magazines, and it's all you're reading and seeing and seeing, like this COVID shit. Mm. Oh, you hear me? COVID, COVID. This person died today. COVID, COVID. Oh, man. Don't get the vaccine, you're going to die. You get the vaccine, you got adverse effects. But it's okay, because that's okay. It happens. No, all that is bullshit. If you, if you peel back the curtain, if you're walking in the, the Wizard of Oz, you go down the Yellow Brick Road, and you go, and you pull back that curtain, you actually see the truth. And sometimes the truth it's not what you thought it was. You're actually seeing a short man who ain't got no type of courage and ain't ready to do nothing because he don't want to look at reality in his own skin. So he creates a whole different type of person. And that's what this industry does. It creates a whole bunch of bullshit-ass people that a bunch of chicks and niggas want to be, be like and think they're looking up to people that are, are greater than thou what. And they really not. They really not. They might be talented, but everybody not gifted. Everybody can't pull that gifted. You know what I'm saying? You might, you might be, oh man, but let me let, let's perform. Let's go on that stage. Mm -hmm. That's why Guy was so great. We sounded like our our album. Mm -hmm. Let's go on stage. I always tell every artist that. Stop, stop, stop. I don't care about your hits, bro. You gotta care about that. And I'm and I'm happy for you. But let's go on that stage. Let's go song for song. Yeah. That's me. But, but as one of the fans is saying that why wasn't there a video because the um, Do Me Like You Want To Be Done had heavy rotation around the country, great remixes, but the, the fans were saying, but we didn't see any um, a video. Because the, just... company, because the record company told me, you cannot be bigger than your brother. We will not allow you to be bigger than your brother. And they cut all facets of my record. Now, you seem to be a, a, a historian of, of certain certain sorts. 
My album came out. My album was seven with a bullet on the Billboard charts. When they told me this in my face, they all told me, I won't say names, but all the executives of MCA, Silas Records at the time, said, you can't be here, brother. We won't allow that. The next week, I was completely off the charts. I thought I was blind. I opened up the billboard. I was like, damn, you're looking for damn. Because, you know, every artist want to see where they at on the charts, right? Yeah. You go like, I said, I closed the magazine and then opened it up again. Because maybe I was tripping. But I was completely off. That's when I said, ooh, ooh, the industry is something. They control everything. And, and then I started, then I said, you know, you gotta, you gotta really just rely on yourself. And if, if it's God's will for you to still be around, then you're going to be around. If it's not, day one. In 94, I was in college and I was working at Best Buy. Um, and I was working, I don't even, working in the CD, the music, the media department. So selling, just, just love the CDs and stuff. And I remember the albums when they'll come in, we'll take them and put them on the rack. And I did notice that you notice if there's not enough you know, some al albums, you know, would get boxes, but I, I noticed that yours didn't seem to have as many that would come right. in. So, you, so I didn't, as I said, didn't understand if they, if, you know, what what was the reason? Because as I said, it, you know, you, you both would be, um, Aaron would be first and you'd be below Hall. They have Hall and Oaks and stuff. So as we stack them up, but if you don't get enough CDs after a while, when it finishes, you can't replenish it. So- right. Is it that they had a brand with, with Aaron and, 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 and I'm thinking around this time, Jive Records, BMJ had R. Kelly and they're like, okay, we need to protect our brand and our voice um, and we don't want to dilute the split of fans. No, I don't, listen, the fans, the fans, if you understand fans, fans are going to like who they like no matter what. You can have a hundred artists out there at the same time. They, they're gonna they're gonna gravitate to whom they want to gravitate to, you know. Um, and with us, there was this not competition. You had two thirds a guy, and yeah. I said this to you. You got two thirds a guy. Whenever you saw Aaron Hall, you should have saw Damon Hall. Aaron in the magazine, Damon right there next to him. Yeah. That is Aaron to celebrate Damon's album right there. This way, you you selling both albums underneath your same umbrella. Why yeah. wouldn't you do that? But they didn't, because they told me in my face. You can be better, bigger than your brother. And bigger than him in what way? Why? I'm not competing with my brother. My brother got an album. I have an album. I'm just trying to do something. Y'all didn't believe in me. I did my own album. Literally produced my own album. And I picked every song that's on that record. I only did 16 songs. And 16 songs that I did made the album. What are you talking about? So... Were you, you know, contract really obliged to stay with MCA, or did you not have the opportunity to look at different um, different labels um, at that time before, with your, your solo deal? I, you know, I didn't even think about looking at other artists. Uh, labels. I mean, I, I, like other labels, excuse me. I didn't think about looking at other labels during that time um, because I was like, well, I'm on Silas. Now I'm not on. Now I'm not on Silas. They had me obligated for seven albums. I went on a mission. I went on a serious mission, and I went on BET. Arsenio let me go on his show twice. Um, Tom Joyner helped me out. 
and and I pressured them and they ripped up my contract because I was like, I'm, there's no way I'm, I'm not giving you another album and I'm not going to be a slave to Universal MCAs. Never going to happen. Yeah. And I and I didn't. So, you know, and I didn't, and I didn't think about, hey, I got a solo album. Let me take this and let me see if Jive will pick me up or let me see if Sony will pick me up. Let me see if Capitol Rex will pick me up. Let me see if Avis will pick me up. I didn't think about it on that, on that level because I really didn't get in this business to do anything except to be with my brother, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I wanted to be with my brother. So the industry changes that. And so, you know, sometimes you can get uh, caught up in a fantasy that does not exist and then you, then you gotta look at reality. And I always teach my kids and people, look in the mirror, I look myself in the mirror and say, this industry don't give a fuck about you, bro. Mm. You gotta care about yourself and, and you, gotta, you gotta see what it is. I did put too much time and effort into guy and less on myself. I yeah. always say that. If I have to think about anything else, I put a lot of, Damien Hall single-handedly kept guy alive. Yeah. And, and that shit was hectic. The, the other fans were asking, why didn't we see um, an Aaron and Damien album like Casey and Jojo kind of stuff? You know? Um, I wish, I wish uh, um, you should have, because you saw, for those that came out when Teddy left and went to Blackstreet and me and Aaron were doing shows with each other headlining still amongst all of those that thought we couldn't, we were still headlining with Keith Sweat, Blackstreet with Teddy Riley in it, SWV, Jagged Edge, Next, Genuine, I'll be sure we were still headlining, me and Aaron as Guy, right? Um, we should have done an album, but Again, look yourself in the mirror. You got to ask yourself, why wouldn't you do stuff like that? Do you really want to be in this business? Do yeah. you really want to do this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, 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 everyone's been asking me about, is it Forte or what happened to the group Forte? Mm -hmm. Is it? Hmm? Zebrahead soundtrack. Um, is it I never, yeah, was that your group? It was, it was, what it was, R. Kelly and public announcement. It was public, it was the public announcement part of R. Kelly. Yeah. I just, when I got them, I put them in as Forte because um, oh. Michael Rappaport was doing a movie called Zebrahead. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And they wanted me to do a, a song, but they wanted me to do something with a group. So I just took my friends. I love Mark and Vince and them, and I brought them in. And I said, they more featured Forte. I did the majority of all the vocals. I produced the record along with um, a guy named... Uh, I want to say Carl was, it was two guys that produced that record with me. I forget their name. I love them. I, I know I know who y'all are, so please forgive me, and y'all know who y'all are. So if you hear this, you'll be like, yeah, it was me. <laughs> um, and, and I wrote a song called Holding On. Um, Holding On. No, no, I'm sorry. That's that's the version I did on my album. Um, ho, 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 ho. Thought I was the one. Had me on the run. Right? And then people was like, oh, that's dope. When I did on my album, my Straight to the Point album, I did the same song and I remixed it. See, so people that don't know remix, I took the same song. Oops, <laughs> the volume went off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you said you took the same song and, and remixed. 
Can you hear me? Oh, it's connecting. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so I made it into, I may, I may holding on a sexy song on my 94 album. So, you know, I think I'm the king of, of remixes, to be honest with you. I mean, for those that don't know, you know now, right? Yeah. That when I hear records, I'm automatically remixing them inside my head to be something different than what it sounds on the original. Did someone asked, did you do anything on Teddy's Jam 2? Did you do any production on that? I did not. What I did was um, the the video, I, I, I basically, you would call um, consulting and, and giving the um, the idea for the video, I did that. Okay. The other question they asked was, we talked about 95. It was a big surprise because Teddy was with Blackstreet. Um, then you done your solo album and so then and Aaron. And then out of the blue, we see Tell Me What You Like from the New York Undercover soundtrack. Now, as a fan, you know, I fell off my seat when I saw the fact that you guys came together to do that track in the midst of solo and, and Blackstreet. Did we then thought this was this was the beginning of something else, but how did that come together? Because no one really told us the story as to how you came together for that and then disbanded right after. Well, it's because they, they called us uh, and they wanted us to New York on the cover. And we went and did a, a, a show episode. And whenever we see each other, here's the weird thing about that. Whenever we see each other, we automatically go right back where we left off. No matter how crazy it left off, no matter what. And that never was crazy with me, just I want y'all to know this. <laughs> Damien Hall never did no crazy shit in God. But we, 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 whenever we get that opportunity, yo, man, you know, New York wants to do such and such. Thanks for watching. Please remember to subscribe to the channel, but most importantly, to press the notification bell so that you can be notified when we do have a new interview. Loads to come, but thanks a lot for watching.